0: Had the pleasure today of talking to Remy Casimir. We talked all things orgasms. Um, Yes. From adolescence on. Well, because she has the How Come podcast. So there was a lot about coming. Or a not lot coming. about coming and a lot about women's rights and a lot about being a witch, which I will say is women's uh, natural intuitive nature. And um, it has been criticized throughout history.
1: Yeah. You know, us and our giant, beautiful intuitive pussies just <laughs> running the world and coming everywhere. Hopefully, <laughs> um, you know, just. Crystallizing and manifesting with our goo, yeah, it's a good.
0: Time. I mean, truly, well, highly recommend uh, manifesting
1: while masturbating. Yeah, I need to do that. I mean, I I'm need like, to do that too. That's hot. Yeah, I, I'm blown, blown away. <laughs> Remy, Katrin. hi, hello everyone. We're so excited to have you here. I was it's trying to figure to out like how long i know you it's like a long time
2: probably like seven years right yeah 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 that's crazy
1: like doing because i'm only
2: 16. (laughs) that's
0: really weird (laughs) rachel what were you doing
2: why were you hanging out
1: with me i was so young remy is is guys i i've been wanting to tell you remy is is my daughter um (laughs) Yeah, we haven't told the public yet. So we're we're coming out today. And yeah. uh that's
2: why uh, I started comedy. Got it from my mama.
0: <laughs> oh my god, it's it totally sounds like a lifetime movie, right? They grew mm-hmm. up as sisters, did comedy together, but turns out she her was her mom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> One was fucking really early. Oh, <laughs> god. Yeah, I mean I did start fucking at fourteen, so that makes sense. Jesus, you. did you really, uh, Rachel? Oh wow, we haven't even look at that. We 14? always learn something on these podcasts. Yeah, I gave my first BJ at twelve and I was fucking about wow. 13. Wow.
2: I was a very late bloomer with that. Um, I was like a kissing slut.
1: Mm. Like I would kiss everybody
2: mm. for the longest time. And then the second that like penises came into play, I was like, absolutely not. I uh, that just peed and it's going in my mouth? I don't think so.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's wow. gross when you think about it like that. Yeah, look, that's like a typical curious Jewish girl on Long Island. Mm. Um, there's not a lot to do out there. It's either like get drunk, do drugs, or take a dick in your mouth. Suck a dick. Wow, um, at 12, though? Oh. Yeah, girl, I was I was ahead of my time. Okay. I was, ahead. I was... I was of <laughs> I had, and i had titties and i
0: mean actually, as long as you feel okay about it you know that's what's important
1: dude i i found my dad's porn when i was eight it tracks wow I mean, wow it tracks it totally tracks and i had older friends mm-hmm. and you know they were like doing the do so you know i went to science camp and wait where were you everybody fucks at science age camp. my friends were like a little older um but some were my age and like I had one friend who how much you know, older
2: are we talking though like just like a year concerned? or two okay no okay, okay. just okay. like a
1: year or two and then uh one was from Queens so mm-hmm. that was part of it you know she kind of lived in the city so like mm-hmm. you know the city kids were like a little ahead of us you know yes and uh Not me
2: I was late blooming up here On the Upper East Side. Well,
1: (laughs) you know, Queens, Upper East Side, it's a little different.
2: No, everybody else was blowing people. Like, all the girls, school girls were sucking so much dick. In, like, ninth grade, at least.
1: Yeah, I talk about it sometimes. Like, you know, everybody was getting finger-banged at the bar mitzvah, you know? (gasps) like. (gasps) Yeah, like under the table. It was like a thing, yeah. you know? Like, just- Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. I remember hearing. do like
1: heavy
2: petting at bar mitzvahs, but we'd ground.
0: Oh, like yeah, you would
2: grind till the cows come home. And then like, I guess the guys were just like coming in their pants. Like, I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: they probably were. Yeah. Uh,
2: I was writing about it in my diary. I was like, I grinded with all the boys.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I definitely got a boner in my butt.
0: Yeah, I was the girl oh, who so came. My oh, my God. I came into sixth grade like as the girl from like a public school, and like everyone came from like a private school. Mm-hmm. And so like I went to like the dances and like knew how to like you know shake your ass and dance and like grind. Mm-hmm. And I remember in sixth grade, I'm dating myself and I don't care. Um, that song, that song, baby, we went, we're grinding. Yeah, I am so, so excited. Like That came out. I
2: that's. I mean, like it was still popular when we were grinding in sixth grade, and I would hear those lyrics, and it was one of those lyrics where you go, "Am I hearing that correctly? (gasps) Could this really be about a little poke coming through on you?" I'm like, this is a real song.
0: It's a real song. Singing this. It's a real song, and we're dancing to it at a sixth grade
1: dance. Wild, making it hard for me." (laughs) oh my god we could go on yeah and you know uh by the time I was like 13 yeah I was I did I gave a blowjob in the Burger King bathroom of the Walt (gasps) Whitman mall wow
0: wow. Walt Whitman is probably really proud of that in heaven (laughs) I gotta say he was like someone a girl will blow a boy in the bathroom of a shopping mall named after me someday
2: and then we'll get a hot pretzel after, <laughs> a nice afternoon and Ants. you know a nice Auntie
0: Ants to top it uh, off you know mm.
2: class sweet or salty anti Ants. well isn't the regular one a little bit of both uh is it i don't know
1: i always feel like you get an option
0: i, I always like a- remember like the salt the cinnamon sugar
1: yeah i like the sweet one. oh i think i'm more of a savory mm-hmm. maybe because mm-hmm. it's like a penis mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah
0: Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, wow. What a
1: way to start it. Start what it, start a
0: way to start talking about our adolescence and the well, things we allowed in our mouths and vaginas.
1: It's it's kind of perfect because I mean, I know Remy very well, um, but Kirsten, mm. you may not know her as well. and And our listeners may not know Remy at all. Oh, and man. Remy is the creator of the How Come podcast it's so true. it's kind of fitting for this conversation that we're having and I feel like yeah. when I first met you when we were first doing comedy like on the Lower East Side mm-hmm. you were talking about not having orgasms yeah in your comedy so yeah well wow. tell the world about the podcast and okay. tell the world what makes you a boss bitch because that's why we have you here because you're a fucking boss bitch
2: okay so thank you so much <laughs> um so yes I started how come because Like Rachel said, I had never had an orgasm at the ripe old age of 28. Um, Spoiler, I am not 16. But um, I was getting really frustrated because at that time we were doing stand up and obviously like seeing a lot of people perform and like in my normal life, we really didn't talk about female orgasms a ton. Like, it was always very, like, male-driven sex conversations. Like, I got this guy, or, like, he likes me, or, like, we... You know, like, it wasn't, like, I came last night, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, I masturbated. I just wasn't talking about it with my friends. And it wasn't until i got gotten to stand-up that I saw comics like Rachel talking about their orgasms on stage that they were very much having. And I was like, oh, my God, people are doing this? Like, am I just, like, the only one? And I would, like, ask them after their sets. I'd be like, how are you doing that? And they would sometimes give me like advice or like assignments, you know, things to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most of the time I would either not do it or like do it and give up because I was like, Oh, it's just not for me. I'm like one of those broken people, you know, like really just like I've tried everything. Like I feel like it's just not going to happen. And so I started the podcast to hold me accountable and actually have people on giving formal assignments that I'd have to do for the next week to have the goal of come and, Uh, blew my load mad early (laughs) episode six I came and yeah uh, yeah, it was wonderful and um, I initially was like oh I should just stop the podcast now but then it turned out that people were like well no like can you do it in other ways can you do it with another person like you there's more for me to grow and then also they had other things that they were feeling alone and insecure about so then we pivoted the pod to like include more people their stories and like yeah, just make everybody feel yeah. more normal. Yeah.
0: Wow, I have so so many questions. Oh, please ask away. I have so many questions. So, first question at 28 years old, Remy.
2: Yeah,
0: had you never like bought a vibrator or like oh no, I had, had done
2: lots of lots of things. I had tried vibrators, <laughs> I had a rabbit, um, which is like a dildo vibrator combo.
0: I'm very familiar with most people rabbit. are pretty. We had order. a great it's relationship. Like,
2: The one that Sex and City taught us about. Um, (laughs) I was not, um, I I just didn't get that it was more about the clip. Like Uh I kept just shoving things up. Mm. Um, whereas my younger sister was like, yeah, I use the rabbit, but I turned it around. Like I wouldn't use the dick part. She's like, I would just use the little rabbit part.
0: Yeah. Mm. I was
2: like, Oh, I'm an idiot. Um, but then I did that. I tried all those things. Um, like I said, I had all these assignments as well. Um, and it was like feeling like it was never going to happen until I heard about clitoral suction, uh, like sex toys. Wow. Um, yeah if you have never heard of them just go online go buy one right now lately anybody with a vulva go buy that like they're insane um they don't even like let you stand a chance of not (laughs)
0: I, um, I'm afraid to use one because I think no. I'll just get addicted to it.
1: No, there I mean I am. No, but. yeah, it's it's I mean that's what I use every day now. I mean This I, one? Yeah, there it is. The is oh.
2: No, no, this is from plus one. It's oh. the Air Pulse Arouser. You can get it from Target. I always um Love say Target. this one because um Target's electronic policies include sex toys. So yeah. if this dies, you can get a new one. Yeah, and it's only like 35 bucks or something like that.
0: 35. Yeah.
2: Wow. Wow. Yeah.
0: Whereas like know. this I've is the cared.
2: satisfier, this is a little more expensive. Um this is vibes only um Raina and ashley's new company mm. um this is a little more expensive than that because there's is like a, a premium one oh. um, but they're all different types of suckers wow. and they did not exist literally until the year before i started my podcast so if i had started a year earlier i would have been on the journey for so much longer wow. um <laughs> like i could have Oh my yeah, god, done gangbangs at that point because I'd be like anything, you know, like
0: <laughs> oh, we could we could hook you up with Billy Preseda. He organizes those. Oh, I
2: I know Bill, Billy very well. He's been on How Come.
0: Oh my god. Um, you don't have a sex
2: podcast without the man whore.
0: Of course. I mean, you can't. I think of it's course. um yeah. legally we're not it's allowed illegal. to. It's yeah.
2: illegal. Yeah. We yeah.
1: we um we told a fun story about how I went to a sex party Back in October or November, right before Omicron hit, and mm-hmm. I was like getting fucked out of a window, and I was like, "Hey, Billy!" Oh my god, that's so
0: fun.
1: I I went to a,
2: I went to a few sex parties like for the podcast, um, and my favorite thing is like kind of the same. Like when you're having like a casual interaction, but like sex is going on. I was talking to this man who produced the show Jagalos, and uh, yeah um, while we were talking, we're like next to this, like jail cell, like obviously fake or whatever, like simulated jail cell. These two people are just like fucking in the jail cell. And, we're, and I'm like, Oh, and how did you get into that? And he's like, well, you know, you know
0: like, it's like, <laughs> I love that. There's just like a fake jail cell there that the last sex party I went to, I remember my friends and I were all like in the pool. It was at like this, like one of those, like, um, big amenity buildings and like hell's Ooh, kitchen. And wonderful. they had like on the rooftop, they had like a pool and jacuzzis and like this big roof deck. And yes. they just rent, they just like rented out that whole thing. And I remember we were like all in the pool and we're all like talking and like a pool floaty went by like behind my friend. Mm-hmm. And there was just a woman like blowing a guy like, uh, 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 like so on the floaty and I died laughing. <laughs> I it was just it. the funniest visual of like the floaty just going by and that someone getting their dick sucked. It was great
2: needs
0: to be in like a Wes Anderson movie. well uh, <laughs> I think this is absolutely it that would be the kind of Wes Anderson film that see I see it
2: like, like rainy but like everyone's like really well dressed and it's like
0: beautiful <laughs> it's... it's a lot of jewel tones yes um so wait a minute I don't think I know your first orgasm story Rachel mm. my first
1: orgasm yeah story?
0: do you know when it was
1: Oh God, no! Because I, like I said, I you were like humping your couch. I was thank yeah. you very much. Yes, I um, do remember you telling yes. me that. so I think it. I mm, so I think I found my dad's. I uh, we used to have um, a dark room in the basement because my dad was a hobby uh, photographer. And he had this one of those really large craftsman cabinets and I was like an only child. So like I would just explore around the house by myself because it was like, you know, what was I going to do? You know, I went to Narnia. So I, 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 I opened up the drawers and then there was like Hustler and like tits and ass. And I would like look at the pictures and I'd get like a little something and I didn't know what was happening. And then when I started babysitting at around 10, I think that was when. I found uh, they had like, you know, Playboy or Cinemax or, you know, HBO or something, right? Yeah. And I would put it up when the kids would go to sleep. Uh, it was like a split level house and they're actually about to sell that house right now. And uh, I would go in in the downstairs den and I would put on whatever and I would hump the couch until I came. And uh, wow. it's, it's amazing. No, yeah i always say it's no surprise that like i like being on top because it's the same motion of like um you know squeeze it's your kegeling essentially when you're riding right you know you're interesting squeezing the butt and squeezing the the Mm -hmm. insides and you know you might get a little clit action in there and Mm -hmm. wow 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 what about you me yeah
0: oh mine's a fucking top shelf story (laughs) (laughs) So I just, you know to uh concur with Remy about like the clitoris thing. Yeah. No one fucking told us. No one tells you. Why did no one tell us that the clitoris they don't care. was responsible? And we live cause... in a patriarchy.
2: Right, cuz no one
0: cares about female pleasure and
2: health class is just about making yeah. a baby. Yeah.
0: Yes, and getting STIs. Exactly. Um so that's a pretty much mm-hmm. all I learned in health class was mm-hmm. like you can get pregnant and you can get STIs so don't do it. Nothing like the clitoris was named in a diagram but it never. So I had no no idea and I remember like when I would like touch myself as a kid like if I touched the clitoris like directly it you know it would send like a fucking lightning bolt if you like touched it too hard and I was like oh I yeah, it was like that was very zappy yeah and You're it was like, like oh my right and yeah. it was like oh that must be wrong because yeah. that doesn't feel good yeah like so I never figured out like how to touch it in a way that felt good yeah so I was completely clueless and I didn't lose my virginity till I was 17 and that was like way after all my friends. I was like one of the last of my friends. And um and he definitely did not make me come and no one had. None of my boyfriends made me come. All my DJ boyfriends. You would think, right? Cuz like <laughs> wah, 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 wah. no. None of them are motion for some people. Yeah. You would have to learn how to
2: adapt, but they don't.
0: (laughs) You would think a DJ would know how to stimulate a clitoris. Turns out they can't. Um, Which, by the way, (laughs) I dated DJs because my first job in high school was as a bar mitzvah dancer.
1: Ooh,
2: I've always wanted to do that.
1: It's it's so much fun. It's
2: it was so
0: it was, cool. It was so fun. And
1: that's I video unreal. and I videotaped weddings with my dad. So my first. Threesome- yeah. So my first threesome was with a DJ. I met at a wedding. Yeah. Whoa.
2: And your dad. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. That's disgusting. That's <laughs>
0: disgusting.
2: Why Whoa. did I do that? No. And my intrusive <laughs>
0: thoughts. <No. laughs> intrusive thoughts. So Cannot I let them
2: take over. <laughs>
0: No. so when i graduated high school so i like lost my virginity my senior year of high school and then when i graduated high school i went to spain alone mm-hmm. i don't know why but uh, that's what i wanted to do and so i went to southern spain alone and i like barely spoke spanish and i met this guy like in a bodega mm-hmm. <laughs> And he was like hitting on me, and we're like trying to have a conversation in like broken Spanish. And he was super hot, and I think he was definitely in his 30s. And like I was 17, and he like definitely lied about his age. And I was like, you know, when you're 17, you don't give a fuck, you think like older guys are cool. And um, and so (laughs) (laughs) what?
2: Yeah, they're not.
0: Yeah, they're not. If they're going
2: for a 17 year old, it's
0: like exactly. Oh my god, and all my DJs boyfriends were like in their in their 20s and and dropping and dropping me off at high school picking me picking me up and dropping me off at high school fucking gross so cut to like i hang out with this guy a bunch we like go out together a lot and then one day he's like i want to take you um to these waterfalls in the mountains Mm -hmm. and so we like drive up this mountain like through these like desert mountains or whatever and we like pull off on the side of the road And we get out and sure enough, there's like this river running through like the side of the mountain. And there's all these like waterfalls. And we were there with like his two married friends who had like a little kid. Mm -hmm. And like there was like all these rocks and like waterfalls. And like they were over like in a different part of like the little like wading pool. And... He like pulled me over under the waterfall. So I'm like against the rock under the waterfall. And he went down on me and Whoa. I came so hard and I didn't know what was happening. Oh my, I like God. legitimately like didn't know what was happening. I just knew like the whole world stopped. and like I, I my knees almost like buckled under my body. And then I think like days later, maybe even months later, I was like, I think I had an orgasm. Like oh. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then I didn't really I still didn't really correlate. Like I think I figured out how to masturbate when I went to college that summer. I like mm-hmm. finally figured out like how and to... it was the
2: same feeling. Yes. You were like were like oh, okay, it was because there yes. was there I have a similar it's not as romantic or but it is a creepy older guy eating me out. So uh <laughs> I uh the first time somebody went down on me was a camp or not camp, um, a tennis instructor at Club Med who had been teaching me and my family tennis. And I was like 15, I lied and said I was 16, he was like 25, I lied and see he was 21. It was grody. but. Wow. He went down on me and I was so nervous and my legs were so unaccustomed to being in that position that I was just like shaking the whole time. Mm-hmm. And um. I thought that was an workout. Orca- like, I was like, oh, I'm, I must have been coming like that terrifying, like shaking like a leaf. And like, the only reason I ask is because like mine was not yours was like, and then like when I wasn't coming people, I'd be like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I haven't had one. And they're like, you'd know.
0: No, it was pure you know, ecstasy, like, yeah, like exactly. you can't. Yeah. yeah, I just like remember like this feeling of like completely losing control yeah. of like my body. Yeah. And then I was like, that has to be what that is. Right? Le, mm-hmm. le, mort. le
1: yes. petit mort. Le petit Oh, and by the way, just a total side note, since we're being mm-hmm. very vulnerable here, um, I saw a porn once where a woman fucked a bottle so, um, Ooh. I definitely had sex with a Corona bottle.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, I shoved wait, so many things in my, yeah. You know, but and I then, figured- but what did you do
2: about the cap?
1: Oh, I, I drank it first. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> was I was so, so scared.
0: Full corona. Yeah. Bottle. Oh, no, 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 no. no.
1: No, no, I, I have common sense. Um no what about I, the lime. Yeah <laughs>
2: the line is the lime is still up there to this day. Know, it yeah
1: it is yeah it keeps me fresh um no i i figure I saw it and i figured the top of a corona unlike a heineken or another beer is completely mm-hmm. round you know and 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 sort of mm. you know yes
2: yes um mm.
1: rutilated like a as i guess you could say so uh yeah so i drank the corona and then i stuck it up my pussy
2: okay wait so now this is an open bottle and did it create any like suck force in there? You no,
1: know, it didn't. That's a, okay, good, good. that's a very good question. Okay. That's, that's Thank you. actually scary in hindsight. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I did not. pull out I was going to
2: say, I would just say, do, I do not recommend this unless maybe you put a condom or something on the thing so that it couldn't make the suck force. I, I put a condom yeah. on the bottom. I also don't recommend doing this, but I put a condom on the the handle of a, a conair hairbrush oh, and stuck it up my yeah. cooter when i was yeah. still you know yeah. thinking it was all vag yeah,
1: yeah.
0: that's I've, yeah no i've stuck be- a lot of things up my pussy mm-hmm. i mean yeah. to be honest in desperation where you're like you don't have well anything yeah. handy and
1: at a sex party, I did get fucked with a giant cucumber, but we did put a condom on it. So that's fair. Yeah. That's giant yeah. cucumber. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was you one do? of those parties and my friend, he wasn't in the mood to, to engage in intercourse. So he had brought several, uh, large cucumbers to, nice. you know, wow. to, to take care of people. Yeah. I don't want
2: to be the narc in here, but, um, you should put stoppers on anything that you're going to fuck just
1: so it doesn't get lost. Yeah. Oh. Like it,
2: s- something so that it can't...
1: Get stuck up oh, there? Oh, <laughs> like go all the way in? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. no, that no, thing no, I shove up there is stupid. I believe this was like, this was a cucumber. Yeah, so okay, this, okay. Is, this was, yeah, this was like probably genetically mutated, hence the condom. So, you know, I wanted to touch on oftentimes the boss mm-hmm. bitches that we meet really make a difference in the world and I feel like how come podcasts you know probably started off as something like fun and playful and like man Mm -hmm. I just want to fucking come already and now it's now it's like you're really making a difference for people because there's like probably a lot of people in the world who are going through that kind of shit
2: yeah it's so funny because like you said like I started out so selfishly you know, it was literally just like, I am I said it in the first episode, I'm like, I'm doing this for me. Like, if you wanna listen, if you wanna do the same things, like go ahead. And it turned out that like thousands of people now have had their first orgasms by following the same assignments or just buying a toy that I recommended or just having those conversations or listening to the conversations and feeling okay about exploring for the first time. Um, A lot of people have had to unpack like a ton of trauma, um, whether it's like religious or like they've been assaulted or, you know, just growing up in this horrible world where like I think the stat is something like in the U.S. Only 13 states have to teach medically accurate sex ed. Yeah, it's wild. So a lot of people are just having a lot of misinformation, a lot of shame, a lot of feelings of loneliness and like. Mm. Yeah, we've had a a lot of first time comers, a lot of congrats, um, but also like, yeah, a lot of people coming out, you know, for the first time. I personally came out as bisexual and um, with she, they pronouns, like over the course of the podcast, like, I don't think I would have been able to do that if I hadn't cultivated such like a supportive, Um, um, like community.
1: Wow. I Um, love that.
2: Yeah, super fun.
0: Well, I think that pretty much answers the question of why are you a boss bitch. I mean, that's. <laughs> but also, if you'd like to speak on that, you know. Um...
2: I would say it's my moon placement. I'm a Virgo, like it's meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm a psycho that suffers on this earth, but to make good content and to help out. Wow,
1: mm-hmm. wow! What's your what's your sun and your rising?
2: So no, I'm Virgo. Whatever the main was, it one is is I'm a Virgo. Oh,
1: okay.
2: so Virgo sun. That's sun, a sun sign. Sun. Okay, that's your sun. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, my my moon is is boss too. It's Capricorn. It's super like. Oh yeah. Mm, organized. You're it done. Whatever. Yeah. And then I think the other thing is Sag.
0: Oh wow. So, oh yeah, I, fiery. Wow. Yeah.
2: You're not gonna catch me uh, lying about stuff. I'm gonna be very open about it and to my detriment a lot of time in the real world, but when it comes to like podcasting about sex and doing comedy, like you want to keep it really honest and Sag does that. Sure yeah. does. I have love two
1: Sagittarian it. parents.
2: Hell yeah. Oh. Sounds like a tough life, but
0: fun. your Your parents, Remy, Britney Spears, I mean, Sagittarius <laughs> just uh, on fire. I love it.
1: Yeah, I believe my Chiron or my mercury is in Virgo. So it makes me very, that's Ooh. part of like my drive and organization. Yeah. It's been interesting. I, I've had some interesting conversations about ADHD and, and neurodivergence recently. Cause um, some people are getting annoyed by it, you know, just, just like people get annoyed with pronouns. I'm like, Oh, with the know. conversation. Yeah, yeah. No, Cause you know, cause eventually some people are like, well, is everyone in the, Does everyone?
2: and it's like, yeah, maybe.
1: Well, yeah, that's a, that's, that's a
2: really good question. If you're talking about, is everybody gay? Um, actually, the majority of people, I would say, are bisexual that are. Uh,
0: like the Kinsey scale of oh, like being on comp, the
2: spectrum. Comp het. Um, oh. What does the comp sound stand for? Oh, my no. God. I'm so stupid right now.
1: No, it's fine. We're going to learn some new shit today. But yeah, you know, just compulsory
2: certain- heterosexuality.
1: Yes. Shortened uh,
2: to compet is like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm a person that was living as a straight person for such a long time until I realized, like, oh, yeah, bisexuality is real and, like, it's okay mm-hmm. to do that. But, like, a lot of things I do do are, like, compet. It's like, yeah, because all the things we see are, like, guy, girl. Um, yeah. We're socialized pale. to be, we're socialized heter-
0: to, so to be heterosexual. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: There was, was the a person that wonders if everybody have ADHD, like, yeah, like look at the world that we live in.
1: Hello. Of course
2: everybody has ADHD.
1: Exactly. And you know, we were talking about people being on the spectrum and 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 people are like, oh. Well, we didn't say like everyone was on the spectrum 50 years ago it's like yeah we didn't talk about a lot of things 50 years ago and didn't it's that like- suck
2: for you guys like yeah <laughs> whenever i get a new diagnosis i'm pumped because i'm like oh that explains to me why i am the way i am like and now i know how to deal with it better and not just feel like i'm lazy crazy and like worthless
0: Yeah. And we've come a long way with mental health and, Mm -hmm. you know, we still have a long way to go, but at least there's like a multitude of treatments and diagnoses to to turn to, to find out like, why am I struggling so much? I mean, for fuck's sake. I mean, I think, you know, um, I'm so glad that so much is coming out now uh, for people that have children and that are experiencing postpartum depression. I mean, prior to that really being like a, like a household terminology, like women were dying,
2: dying.
0: They were dying. And a lot of them had never even
2: come.
0: (laughs) Exactly. You know? Um, and I think like, that's, that's we're continuing to learn about that and Mm -hmm. accept it as like a very real thing. And that's, that's horrible. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: My mom had postpartum with, me and all of my siblings and she's been pregnant four times with us and it just got worse every single time and I remember when she finally told me about it I was like how come I've never heard of this before she's like nobody talks about it like it's like shameful because it's like yeah like people are like what's like even with normal depression which I have card carrying sad gal um (laughs) people are like why you know like what's wrong with you and then oh. with postpartum, it's even more compiled because it's like, why you have this cute little baby? You should be the happiest you've ever been, and right. you deep down know that, so you're even like more depressed.
0: And even, but but even like a more complex way to like look at. And I think like, listen, I'm allergic to children. Like that is not my journey. I'm not going mm-hmm. to have children. I love my nephews. You know, I I do love kids. However, you know, I think a lot of it is like a big farce about like oh my god, having children is like the greatest experience of your life and you're just going to be filled with so much love and it's going to bring you so much joy. And I literally think that so much of that is just to drive capitalism. You're (laughs) definitely right about that. And, you know, and then I feel so badly for like a lot of moms that are like experiencing these feelings and not enjoying it. And like, Yes, anybody
2: that gets themselves into a relationship or, or gets themselves into like having kids because they think that's what will make you happy happy like try and be happy before you have kids because they are i feel like you know when you have those like montage ideas of like yourself like improving Mm -hmm. you know and you're like Mm -hmm. tomorrow i'm gonna work out and tomorrow i'm gonna get all my work done and tomorrow i feel like a lot of people project that on like when i have kids i'm gonna be a more together person and it's Uh. like you have to be together first
1: please yeah they're not going to whip
2: you into shape. You're the person that has to whip them to shape. You have to also be cool with the fact that they're not going to like you all the time. I have had this cat here for six years. And when she comes or I come home and she doesn't like me, I'm like, I don't want to fucking have you. And I'm like, see, this is how I know I shouldn't have kids because you can't, you can't say that to a kid, you know, like that responsibility.
0: Yeah. I literally had that experience last night. Like I'm very sleep deprived right now Uh and I do not do well with sleep deprivation. Mm -hmm. And my dog never does this. And of course, last night she woke me up at one o'clock in the morning to take her out. And I was like, you know, when you're just so tired, you're like furious. Yeah. And I was furious and like I took her out and then she wouldn't take a shit because I think I was scaring her. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. you I think her. I had like, just, like actually, You better fucking right now. I was I was yelling at her like if anyone had like heard me or recorded me like it would have been like <laughs> awful. Like I was like swearing at her and then she like wouldn't shit and I was like yeah you can't do this to humans like you cannot like so that's <laughs> that's so traumatizing. Sorry, Betty.
1: Oh, sorry about that. Well, okay. And then, that makes me think of the other thing that no one talks about is miscarriage. You know, it's like, you yeah, know, if you want to go through, first of all, trying to have a kid can be totally horrendous. I've had so many friends who had to do IVF and go through rounds of shit and then they have miscarriages and no one talks about that and mm-hmm. all the pain that the emotional pain, the physical pain. Mm-hmm. And then what I was talking about was what, what I was going to say with Shelby today is they had a, a patient who came in and he was like, Oh, my sister just had the baby. And she goes, C-section or natural. And he goes, natural. She goes, Oh, I'm so happy. And I'm like, what? you're that, happy. Why do you like, why does that yeah. have any effect on you and your life? I'm guessing that maybe because she's a, Cairo that like it's a more holistic method but but it doesn't work for all women some women and no one talks about the fact that it rips your fucking taint and you have (laughs) to get fucking sewed up yeah yeah it
0: can totally do that I think
1: people talk about that (laughs) (laughs) or just shitting on the table I (laughs) think people talk about that yeah
2: no but with miscarriages I feel like that is the um the conversation right now, like that I hadn't heard a ton the way that like four years ago, nobody was talking about not coming. Now everybody's got sex toy spawn con and we're finally talking about
1: the
2: horrors of miscarriage and Uh. IVF and infertility and all this stuff. And like, I don't know about you guys, but I remember when I was younger being like, ew, like if I was infertile, like that would never happen. You know, I just remember Mm -hmm. thinking like, there was like this hierarchy of like, you're weak if you do that. And it's like, no, it's like, then as a child growing up and thinking, oh, well, you're only worth something if you can carry a child and like... Mm
0: Right, I mean that's it's so socialized. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, we're all from like New York, Massachusetts, blue states, like it's still so socialized for mm-hmm. young girls and women mm-hmm. that like your value lies in your ability to produce and be yeah. a mother. So then when you become like, you know, a not single that. a single childless comedian, like you know, it's really triggering for people, not only not only for like men in the patriarchy,
1: but for other women,
2: our mothers. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Oh,
1: I mean,
0: ooh,
1: yeah, I, I, I sat my parents down. when I was about, I don't know. I think I was in my late twenties and I was like, Hey, so if I don't have kids, are you going to be okay? And mm-hmm. they're like, they, they, they took a pause and they were like, yeah, as long as you're happy. <gasps> that's really nice I was like thank you Yeah. my mom
2: has gone from nagging me to get married and have kids like a few years ago to my siblings had children and now she'll go well you'll never catch me being one of those moms that begs for grandchildren I'm like because you already have grandchildren like I have the material from when you used to bother me about this shit like
0: Mm -hmm.
2: you can't pull a wool over my eyes that you're suddenly this like chill Yeah, (laughs) evolved woman like, Uh,
0: yeah, my whole thing with my mom, which there were many uncomfortable conversations mm -hmm. um, was I kept telling her how much like I don't really enjoy being around children like I don't (laughs) really like them so like I probably shouldn't have one. And it was always the answer of like, no, but you would love, You'll your, love own. your own. You'll love you know, your that's own. That's also and a lie. You, you won't necessarily. And it's necessarily. a fucking lie. Yeah. And I've known women that were told that and bought it. And then they had, and they're like, nope, I still don't like kids. And now mm-hmm. I don't even like my own. Like mm-hmm. that uh, sucks. You know? And, or you've
2: got people like me also, who I fucking love kids. I love them. I have wanted to be a mother since I came out. I was like, give me my own. I'm a baby. Um, But I just find raising a kid to be a very big deal. Um, Like I would want to be so good for them. And I don't think like mentally I'm there. I also think since I learned about global warming in seventh grade, I'm like, how can I responsibly bring a kid into this world? Like I, if. If I had a kid, I feel like they would be like, are you kidding Like,
0: what right now? Why would you do that? Not only with like the global warming situation, but like these fucking shootings at school. The shootings. Come on. The babies
2: are going to grow up without a row. Like they're going to grow up with less rights than Mm -hmm. us. Interesting. Yeah,
1: I mean, they, they, you know, everything they want to repeal, everything, everything. Everything they they wanted everything. A go- fridge. No. Oh, I heard recently that DeSantis sued a restaurant in Florida for having a drag show because yes. someone decided to bring their child yes to a drag show. Insane. And there's some like 1947 law about against cross dressing in Florida, and he's Wild. trying to go back to that shit.
2: Wow. Hi but- Vay.
1: Yeah. Uh, and they, yes. they love
2: to cherry pick issues that aren't issues because they're distracting us from all the other evil.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. And right. then they want to just continue to get the conservative right on their side so that they can get their vote and their money. Yeah. Yikes.
2: Ugh. No one's ever been predatored at a drag show. Everyone's been predator oh at a Catholic church. <laughs> like,
1: exactly. Hello. And we have proof of that. And we have and, proof. And you don't have to take your kid to a fucking drag show. Yeah. Go to a different restaurant. Like stop.
2: Yeah. But whenever they talk about grooming and indoctrination, I'm like, like religion.
1: Yes. You (laughs) mean like religion? You make them go
2: to every Sunday and then their youth pastor touches them and they're not allowed to talk to anybody about it. And then their Mm -hmm. lives are destroyed. And then the other guy just gets sent to another church and and Mm -hmm. that stuff. That's not.
1: You mean that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, I I saw some some graphic on on Twitter that was all about, you know, basically, if you do look at the Bible or the Torah or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call the New Testament, all the things, it's like, basically, every step of marriage involves some sort of like, slavery and loss of rights and, you know, uh concubines and, you know, lack of power and women having to give themselves up for soldiers in the time of war. It's mm-hmm. like no. There's nothing sanctity of marriage, my ass. It's like shut the fuck up, you know. It's Uh, hundred
0: percent. Well, we like to keep things light and joyful here, so. Sorry, I'm the rain cloud. I did no, no, no. No, We all went there. We all went there. You know, it's in this in this political climate in the United States right now, it's a little tough to keep your head up as an AFAB person. Yeah,
1: everybody's got a sad gal card. Oh my God! I mean, sad fab. It's, it is it is interesting how I feel like, I don't know, maybe the past four to eight years, right? It's just like every day you could go down a black hole of the fucked up things that are on the news and we go there, we stay informed and then we like pop ourselves out to like try to have a conversation and try to enjoy We try, lives, yeah. Right, you know, yeah. and you try not to go too deep into it at any given time or else you just want to.
2: But it's good to not, not care. That's like complacency is how we got so many issues yeah. in the first place. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I'm going to keep telling my friends with newborns about global warming and <laughs> I hope they don't have second children.
1: Uh, yeah. Just the or I hope I... they vote
2: for politicians that do better, that reduce that. Apparently the ozone was taken care of. Remember, we used to hear about the ozone a lot. Like, oh, yeah, uh, they my... fixed it. <laughs> like we could, fi- we
1: could fix it. My friend's partner the other day, I, I mentioned, uh, you know, there's been like a lot of sharks, right? Yes. And, uh, so people are talking about that and, uh, I'm like, yeah, well, you know, it's it, apparently the sharks are following the fish. And the reason the fish are going into new places is probably global warming. Mm-hmm. And my friend's partner goes, ah, global warming's fake. It's fake. It's fucking fake. Have you
0: been outside? Like what? It it's a hundred fucking degrees in New York City. I can't well, the ice Literally. caps are melting,
1: and you know, we have more natural disasters than ever. But that, that that's just well,
0: just you know, it's life. it's just a that's choice. Just it's life. a it's a choice to not give a shit. And that's very sad to me. Actually, my friend uh Rick, who was visiting my friend that I went to the beach with, uh, he's he's an ecologist, and we were you know, we went to the beach, he was visiting from Florida. And I was like, what is, why is, why are we having sharks? And he was like, well, Mm
1: -hmm. he's like,
0: the birds are not my, he's like, apparently it's really bad in Florida right now. Like this girl got her, like little girl got her like leg eaten off, like, and her brother punched the shark. And so she didn't die, Uh but she lost her fucking leg. And I was like, what is going on? And he said that Um, it's because the birds are not migrating all the way down to Florida because they don't have to anymore Yeah, because it's warm enough in like the Carolinas. And Uh that's why they're having all these like alligator and shark attacks because they have nothing to eat. They don't have birds. They don't have the fish. They don't have as much prey. Yeah. So now Uh, the people are the prey. Yep.
2: It I'm makes sense. It. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't laugh about it happening anywhere else, but in Florida, it's like, aren't they notoriously <laughs> horrible? Yeah. Didn't they yes. all vote for this?
1: No, mm-hmm. I'm sure some of them are lovely people. Some of them, but, but uh, yeah, I, it's real.
2: I knew it's it literal seventh grade. He was telling us about it. My science teacher. And I started hysterically crying and they sent me to the principal's office and the principal was like, why are you crying? And I was like, global warming. And he's like, it's just a theory. And I was like, it sounds like a really good theory."
0: Like, oh my God
2: Like I was just like it's gonna suck I don't want to have kids and then they can't go outside some days because it's so hot.
0: I mean apparently like that's in polls that is one of the top stressors for young people
2: mm-hmm.
0: is
1: global warming. Mm-hmm. like that's yeah because they get it right
2: yeah, And because I think the generation before us they were just like, okay, well, it's not that imminent. So we can just have fun and let's just have fun and have the highest quality of life that we can and, you know, be like Kylie Jenner and fly from Palo Alto to L.A. in three minutes or, you know, whatever it is and like leave a huge carbon footprint because who cares? And we're not going to have to deal with it. But it's like it's well, it's our kids that are going to have to deal with it. Not even us. Like, I'm not that worried for me, but I'm worried for our babies.
0: Oh, it's funny. I was talking to a co I'm pro-life because
2: I don't want us to die. Yeah. No. <laughs>
0: Truly um, those I was,
2: people that don't get to be pro-life anymore. Those are called forced birthers. Uh, they don't vote on anything else pro-life. They don't vote against guns.
1: Yeah, exactly. Medicare right.
2: fucking formula.
0: Well, I'm curious, um, Remy, mm-hmm. how do you feel this show and this journey of like finding your orgasm? Like, how is that? How is that affecting your dating life?
2: My dating life—I yeah. have had a boyfriend this whole time. So okay. I don't have a dating life, yeah. um, but it's affected my like life life because I feel like I am more confident in myself now that okay. I know that I'm more self-sufficient. I am more um, able to communicate uh, to like my boyfriend what I need in the bedroom, but also yeah. like, other people like what I need in the real world. Like I've always yeah. been kind of like. I do stand up, but like when it comes to like, really like having conversations and talking about feelings, like it's tough to do. And mm-hmm. so I've gotten to do that more. And yeah, I mean, my, my dating life.
0: I mean, I don't make, I, I assumptions. Just keep, I just keep that, dating him. Yeah. Just I, keep dating him. Well, I don't make any assumptions about whether people are monogamous, non-monogamous right, 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 right. or like, you know, you've come out, you've also come out as bisexual. and Totally. Missed. We, we do have
2: um, a sex party schedule to go to together uh, because that is something I want to do. I want to uh, fuck in front of other people and like, uh-huh. maybe oh, hot. I don't know, but, um, we got COVID and now we're like scared.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. between COVID and monkey pox.
2: Yeah. I'm like, maybe, maybe That's... monogamy for the next four years. But mm. I asked him the other day, I said, <laughs> I, I'm like a loon. I'll ask him such silly questions, but I go, how many more boyfriends do you think I'm going to have in my life? And he was like, I don't know. How many more girlfriends do you think you're going to have in your life? And he goes, I don't know. And he, he brought up this couple that we are friends with who's open. And he's like, they probably thought when they got married, that that was the last boyfriend they would ever have. And they were wrong. And I was like,
1: good answer. Hot. Yeah. I mean, a lot of my friends in the poly world, uh, came to it married or You know in a very serious committed relationship and uh which is probably why it was so hard for me to find a partner in that world but
2: uh yeah single um, poly people i think it's tough Mm -hmm. i've heard
1: it was rough it was yeah um but yeah i mean uh i well speaking of monkeypox i i lovingly sent a text message to some of my friends out in fire island and i was like Hey, cause you know, the vaccine yeah. conversation is now like political thanks to like COVID in this world that we live in. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just lovingly said, Hey, I'm um, not sure if you saw my posts, but I know several people who have it and it's extremely painful and you're sick mm-hmm. for like 20 days and et cetera, et cetera. And like, just sent them some posts and mm-hmm. like, I love you and just wanting to be safe. Um, and did they follow through? Was that how was that received? Yeah, Um. they wrote. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Yikes.
0: <laughs> Which is like a non answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, I, I will say I think that the communities are informed. But yeah, people are going to make the decisions that they want to. And if they are yeah. going to make some of those decisions, they're going to live with some consequences. And it is exactly what you said. It is fucking painful. And scary, and it's not just a gay issue.
0: No, No. No,
2: Um, because of Fire Island, we think it is because, right, like it's spread through contact and being in closed spaces with people. And like, that's what they do in Fire Island is like shirts off, closed spaces. Like, of course, it's gonna spread more, but like, it's not an STI, it's gonna spread to kids. And then we're gonna have more of those groomer conversations of how Uh. did the kids get it or whatever. And it's like, Cause you can get it from hugging and you can get it from air. Oh, right.
0: um, yeah, I'm actually really pissed that I can't get the vaccine. Same. Yeah. I'm pissed. Like, a- absolutely. I, I want like everybody have have
2: who like really goes out more, you know, and is more exposed to have it at, like more than me because, you know, I'm a homebody I'm yeah, of course. and whatever, but like, yeah, it should be available to all of us. They're treating it it's given AIDS, you know, like it's yes. not getting the attention that it deserves.
1: And well, yeah. Um, and, and especially and with- it's giving
2: COVID, it's giving early COVID that we like, just didn't act fast enough because of who was in charge.
1: Yeah. And
2: now apparently who's in charge also is terrible. And, um, it's going to get more serious before we start treating it seriously.
1: Yeah. A different friend of mine was like, Oh shit. They declared a national emergency. I'm like, that's a good thing. Yeah, it like, is good. because yeah. Then, that, then that means more access we're gonna to vaccines it. and we're yeah. going to yeah. talk about it. I yeah. mean, yeah.
0: currently I have a ton of friends that are just, that can't get the vaccine that are just like, it's the same thing. Like with the COVID vaccine, like they're refreshing, refreshing. And they're yeah. like, they're out. Well, they're out it, of the vaccine.
1: And I particularly said it to my friends in, in Fire Island, not Again, not because it's a gay disease, but you know, because they're giving it out there. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, thank God. Yeah. You know, you can just walk up to the doctor's house and get it. And also, you know, that they are very sexually active and and constantly engaging in, in close proximity. So, you know, I, I if anybody,
2: that's a good, good, I want to look out for
1: them. And I also want to look out for me. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest. I was going to
2: say if you're in those places where they're giving them out, or you want to take a trip where they're giving them out, I was able to get my COVID vaccine earlier because I was in Portland and they had handled things better.
1: Hello. Yeah. That's great. Ah, (laughs) Well, so we've come to the portion of the show where we pick a big, deck energy card okay so if you were physically with us you would be able to pick it yourself but Mm -hmm. i will shuffle the deck and what we do is uh we've we've taken words that may be stigmatized in the normal Mm -hmm. um language uh vernacular and we're taking them back and we redefine them and it's fun it's kind of like tarot so just tell me when to stop now Oh, the word is witch.
2: Witch. Oh, my God. I'm a little witch. And uh, I don't think there's good witches or bad witches. There's just witches. Um, Witches are magical beings. We have existed since the beginning of time. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're putting like bad energy out and actually just manifesting good energy for you and the people that are close to you. Um, There are some, I'm not actually a practicing witch, but there are some modern witches that manifest her bait. Um, they'll masturbate with like a crystal, think about what they want. It'll come to them. Yes. Um, it is witchy. It is spooky. It is chic. We are in love. Um, I am a child of Halloween town. Hocus love love focus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, witches are about revival and, uh, staying young in spirit despite our old wise ways.
1: Mm. Um, well, you are just ahead of the pack so we have made definitions but clearly oh nice you're expanding it for us love (laughs) it yeah so what we had said was similar to what you're saying uh that a witch is a mystical intuitive creature who wields Mm -hmm. powers unknown and is the master slash mistress of their universe
2: exactly that was way more succinct
1: Oh, that's okay. I really love what you had to say. Yeah, Same. especially masturbating with a crystal. Yes. Um, and then you had it reversed. Or
2: wait, this is what they used to think too: was um, that witches were flying on brooms? They were masturbating with brooms. This goes back to the sticking up in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that magical makes so much- serums, which
0: were <clears throat> lube. Lube,
1: she, I love it. They were masturbating
0: and manifesting. Writing. She was riding
1: that stick like I rode that couch. Mm. Yes, yes, coming
0: <laughs> and making things come to you. That's what was happening.
1: Yes. Um. So yours lives and vibrations. Yours yes. was reversed. Okay. So, hey, bitch. Trust that inner guidance. GPS and other people's opinions are for the plebes. You've got witchery. Trust.
2: Thank
1: you. Is that to me? Yeah, that's to you. I needed
2: that.
1: Yeah. And then the affirmation is I craft my world as I see fit. I am connected to my highest purpose, hunty. I am made from the magical dust of those who burn before me. Now I set the world on fire. I am a witch, bitch. I Everything in flames.
0: Yes. Mm. Very bad. Yeah. Indeed. Well, and I have a cat. Anyway, and the so you're thing definitely in the world. <laughs> you're definitely a witch. Well, uh Remy tell the fine people where we can find you and what you got going on.
2: Oh you guys, come find me on the internet. I live there. Um you can find <laughs> me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh Remy casimir the podcast is How Come spelled C U M. Um you can find it wherever podcasts are found. We have a lot of cute merch if you liked disney as a child we have something called the jisney collection
0: uh oh it is God.
2: yeah like little princesses updated with come sayings like uh someday my prince will come but first i will uh howcomepodcast.com and love yeah us. this has been a dream thank you guys for having me oh, oh my we gosh loved having you thanks
0: for talking to us what a treat Of course. thank you for taking the time
2: love you guys love
0: Bye. You. Bye.